everybody, and welcome to episode 80. That's a big 8-0 of Reboot already underway. I'm one of your hosts, Jacob Lacey, joined again today as always by David, master of the Baja Blaster, Becker. Always proud to take that title. And, of course, the Himalayan Han. <laughs> Himalayan Monster. I, I, Aaron Han. I don't know if I'm supposed to be proud of that title. Or... But what's the, isn't, I, it, isn't that the name of the Yeti? He's like the, Himal- sure. he's like the Himalayan that, Monster. He's, he's traditionally in the Himalayans, yeah. I, to be honest, I was going to think of one while I was watching Pan's Labyrinth, but I was so engrossed in the film, I couldn't really think of anything. So that was just p- pure improv, my, my dude. It doesn't show. You're... I couldn't tell that was improv at all. Me either. Okay, so <laughs> this week we got a, a weird show for you. It's a little different. Uh, it's the last thing for passing popcorn. I still haven't even decided what we're doing for it yet. Should be fun. And then uh, well, only one movie. An upcoming movie of the week. So... That doesn't happen very often. There were other ones, but I'm like, I've never heard of this. Like, I've not even heard in passing that this movie exists. So, too bad. So sad. But first... It's because they were all moving out of the way of the huge success at the box office right now. Coco? Yeah. Not just this week. (laughs) Speaking of which, I was trying to get a success. It beat Justice League. (laughs) Justice League couldn't even win its second weekend. (laughs) I was trying to give you a smooth transition, but Justice League is such a colossal failure at the box office that it ruined it. And and in its art, it's also a failure in that way. But we'll get there, Uh, guys. We're talking spoilers for Justice League. We mentioned a little bit last week. About how we felt about it, our our non-spoiler impressions. What were what were the five words? I don't remember. Did you, five, did you do the five words though? You yeah, we did. I, I I mine was like, well, better than Thor Ragnarok, which isn't true. Which, <laughs> but I said it just to make lazy mind. It oh, it bothers me. Uh, mine was like uh, just a bunch of words for the same thing that was awful, like abysmal, terrible. <laughs> garbage um but david since you weren't here would you like to give us your first impressions your five words if you will where is martian manhunter manhunter is one word though dude where is martian manhunter dude dude throw a dude in yeah dude fixes everything Dude, just where is he? Where is he? Yeah, he's not here. He, yeah. he was. He took the form of someone Actually, else. Actually, so. well, technically, in the very beginning of the movie, when they were like talking, like the Martians were there. It just wasn't the Manhunter. That big like sequence with like Hercules. Ex- and ex- the, excuse, the, uh, excuse me, sir. Save it for your spoiler part of the podcast, which is coming up soon. It's coming up right now. Well, well, I think, well, I think we, I think we need to kind of just oh. give final thoughts. That's spoiler free. I'm gonna say, 
David, uh, David's just just so impatient. He's like DC uh, trying yeah. to rush this movie out. <laughs> now, I say we give our, our recommended or not. But usually it's pretty much if we do if we do a uh, spoiler cast, it's usually we recommend it. Uh, not for Mummy. And I'm going to say not for Justice League for me. <laughs> I'm going to say don't give them your money. They don't Stop deserve it. it. They don't they, deserve they need, it. They need money to make more movies. No, they don't deserve no, your money. Because this is what this is where it lands. You land on oh you hate it. Mm-hmm. Aaron wrote a review and he said it was like strong in some aspects, but saw the flaws. And then like you, oh wait till you hear my opinion. But I guess I can't say it because it's spoilery. So <laughs> we're just gonna. So we're just that gonna was a... wait for it. Oh, yeah. Okay, Aaron, uh, have you? lost your your lust for this film yet are you a little more uh, excited uh, for this might one be a, be a strong, it, too strong of a it's word lust. yeah those, those um those women from um Ther- thermoscara they where are we going with this never mind <laughs> i don't i don't know where we're going with this and i feel like i just need to know <laughs> um but no i still am more favorable to it than not i suppose like recognizing that it's a pretty colossal failure in terms Mm -hmm. of editing and patching two different directors work together and you know rushing this film out so you can't even remove a mustache with cgi properly (laughs) but but like for all its flaws i think it, it succeeded in many respects, in, like, bringing these characters to the big screen for the first time, I liked them all. I liked seeing them all. I liked their characterization. I liked watching them work together. I liked the humor, the interactions between them all. So there's more stuff in this film. I don't know if I'd say there's more stuff in this film that I liked that I didn't like, but I would at least say that the stuff that this film does well makes me excited for them to continue going. Okay. Do we get to talk about it yet, or is this just pre-talk? <laughs> yes. we, get, we get the... Yeah, alright, so if you haven't seen Justice League, you have our opinions. I'm gonna say just skip this segment if you haven't seen it. Don't go see it. <laughs> but uh, we're gonna be talking spoilers for Justice League right now. Um... It's bad. Spoiler! It's bad. Wow, Superman's alive. <laughs> yeah. Superman, Superman is Superman's alive. In, yeah, he's in the movie. Who, who could have guessed? Um, I guess if we're starting at Superman, uh, I want to bring up literally my biggest complaint with this film, character-wise. Other than, like, it, yeah, not my big. There are big complaints. But, I mean, as far as the characters and heroes are concerned, I'm seeing a lot of people, like, oh, saying, oh, I really like that. This is something only that hero could do. This is something only that hero could do. Uh, No. Literally, they bring in Superman, and he wins it for them. They don't have to do anything. He just shows up, and they win. And I'm like, so, okay. So why does there need to be a Justice League, then? Because they needed them to all come together so they could bring back superman okay well now just disband the justice league it's just superman now does anyone ever need uh, to be a hero anymore 
Yes, because did you hear about the other league that's coming at the very end of the movie? But who cares? Superman can just break their necks. The... Whoa. Yeah, Whoa. Like you, 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 so far you got Deathstroke and Lex Luthor. It's like, you just need one. And any of the league members could take them both out yeah. on their own. Yeah. I did like Deathstroke's costume. It looked pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, it was. I nice. was like, okay, DC got that right. I forgot who played Deathstroke. Like, I, I would think I was like kind of impartial. I was like, all right, whatever. I don't remember who it was. I don't know. He's that guy from. Good. 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 But yeah. Yeah. So. But the two after credit scenes. Loved. Loved uh, both of them. Mm-hmm. Had a huge smile on my face uh-uh. for both I, of them. I, I, so fantastic best part of the movie i was thinking the entire time because i know i remember there i don't know if it was like a comic that i might have read when when i was little but like when the flash like races superman and i was like oh yeah this called back my nostalgia and then like the second scene comes up when it's like oh where's luther and i turn over and look at jake and he's just like about to erupt out of his chair like what is happening are you this is so bad i'm like well i don't know if i can even enjoy this it's so bad i don't know i don't understand how you like the second the second thing i was laughing i i like lex luther i like jesse eisenberg as lex luther i love his eccentric weirdness but he in batman v superman it's like tuned a little bit there are moments Mm -hmm. where he loses it and those parts suck. But the whole end credit sequence, I'm like, oh my god, he doesn't care. <laughs> like, he's just going for it. So I'm like, God bless him. More power to him. But, oh, this is not... We, we don't want Jolly Rancher in a mouth, Jesse Eisenberg. We want the speech with Lois Lane at the end of Batman v Superman, Lex Luthor. Well, there's a certain distinction there <laughs> that I think needs to be made. And I don't think Jesse Eisenberg wants to make it. No, I mean, I'm still... I, it didn't, like, turn me around on his performance at all. But well, just... he's, used, he's trying to get used to being bald. I mean, that, that's a lot... <laughs> he used to have a lot of hair. And just switching <laughs> that up, like, that, that's a it's... lot to call on a man. Just let him be. Let yeah, him try how, to feel, feel the, the air and his fresh expected to, to act properly when... Their, their hair is When strange. he's cold, he like like he's, he's cold. He yeah. can't wear that. <laughs> the man is probably shivering and can't, like can't say the right lines. But what they should do? They should just CGI his hair off. Yeah, because no, they're, no, they, they're, they're they have a lot of experience. This is still twenty first century thing. They, they've right gotten now. they've gotten pretty pretty good at that. No, they're they're <laughs> they're just a master of that CGI hair removal. Now it sounds like what you're saying is that Lex Luthor and his hair had a special bond, you know? It's, losing the hair was almost like equating the loss of a loved one there. Sounds like they had a really special thing going. That's a Thor Ragnarok reference, because I, Thor okay, Ragnarok's the best. I didn't know best. where this was leading. <laughs> and this movie sucks. <laughs> Let's talk about one of the best scenes in the movie. Which is? When the Flash is, like, yeah. running up to kind of try to push Superman. He's like, oh, I don't know what, and then like Superman just glares at him, and the Flash are just so confused. He's like, oh, like what? <laughs> this has never happened before. Yeah, that part so got genuine laughs. Genuine laughs out of me there. I think as a, 
As far as the things that I think work in this movie, Ezra Miller's one of them. Which, in the very beginning, you're like, ew, Ezra Miller, I don't think he can do it. I, I'm still you were, not you were sold. Not, you were not on the, on the Miller train. Let me be clear. But now, are you? I'm still not sold on him as Flash. I just like Ezra Miller. <laughs> like, I think he's a cool guy. But him as Flash, I'm like, uh, okay. And then Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman, obviously still great. She's the one part of this movie that I'm like, yeah, this works. Except for when, they're like weirdly they... pervy with her in this movie. Yeah. And I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they... I, I, I know how I feel yeah, about it. But like, I don't know if I'm the only one who noticed it is what I mean. was it like? There's like a weird amount of butt shots. And there's like... One part that's like almost like a weird upskirt, like okay, let's not. Yeah, I think you're. I think you're looking for that. That's kind of creepy, man. Eh. Uh, who are you? No, it's it's there. Aaron agrees. <laughs> it's it's there. It's definitely shot like that. And it's also so... there's so many references, like weird, like uncomfortable jokes, like oh, Wonder Woman's so pretty. Oh, she's so attractive. It's like. It's like, uh, calm it with that. There's like three different jokes like that. And then the joke, the, the, the gag, where Flash falls on her boobs and he gets real uncomfortable because, uh-oh, she's a pretty girl. I'm like, oh my god, we can't do this, right? This isn't a thing we're really putting in movies anymore, right? Like, ooh, that's a rough one. That's so, a rough one. One of, my, one of my problems with this movie is... The way Flash runs, <laughs> like he like does. some of the shots, it looks like he's ice skating. And then, like I imitated it in the parking lot, and Jacob was cracking up because it like, was exactly right. He nails it. <laughs> it's so it, dumb. It, it looks like he's he's like whoo, whoo, like he, I'm like I don't know if it's the weird camera angle or just Ezra Miller just needs to like see a running coat like like, I don't, <laughs> it, like, like and it's not all the time but there's just like few specific scenes when like it's supposed to be really cool for flash i'm like okay it's really cool that he's doing that but like i can't get over him almost like it almost looks like he's about to fall every single time but he's like, no, he's just skating around i i mean he he did fall many he times fall on wonder woman's boobs you're the one sexualizing Wonder Woman in her boob journey. It's just, it bothers me. Well, Aaron and I talked about this too. It bothers me that Joss Whedon reused a joke from his last movie. They do that in Avengers Age of Ultron too. And it's just as weird. <laughs> like, just as awkward. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe he didn't write that part. You never know. Uh, it definitely yeah. feels it like was he a Whedon. <laughs> there were some Sorry, parts. Yes. I'm trying to defend you, Josh. Sorry, man. I all right. You guys know me. I'm pretty forgiving when it comes to movies. No, you're not. Aaron. Are you? I'm I don't you, say you, no. You have bad taste in movies sometimes. But that's different. <laughs> wow. No, I mean alright, so look at movies like Iron Man 3. That movie's yeah. dumb. That movie's really dumb. But I forgive it because it does what it's trying to make me have fun. It makes me have fun. So I can forgive its weird, dumb plot, stupid stuff that happens in it. Like Are the you girl make character. An argument saying that you like Iron Man 3 more than Justice League? Oh, yeah. Good. There is not even a question that I what? would. If I, if I had Justice League and Iron Man 3 in front of me, I would put in Iron Man 3 10 times out of 10. 
What, what about Iron Man 2? That's a little harder. Maybe like 6 out of 10 on that one for Iron Man 2. Now, Aaron, are you are you on this train right now? Or are you just... I might be the most favorable to this movie of all of us. I don't know. Back to, back to my point. <laughs> I'm pretty forgiving. I can forgive a movie if it accomplishes what it sets out to accomplish. Wait, wait, this movie? Are you saying that this movie didn't accomplish? What was Justice League supposed to accomplish? Justice League was trying to entertain me, try to make me have fun, and trying to tell a compelling story. It does none of those things. Justice League was was set up the league. Right. Give a basis for all the characters. Does that very poorly. Very poorly. And setting it, and now give them a main conflict, to, a smaller one, not a big like Doomsday or again, and that's where they fail very poorly. Yeah, you had me on those first two points. <laughs> oh, there, no what, no setting up a conflict. All, all I'm saying is, is that I would have forgiven this movie if it could have given me any amount of fun. I sat through this movie like, when's the fun coming? Is this part supposed to be fun? Oh, they're digging, they're digging Superman's grave. I feel like this is supposed to be funny. It's not working. This is I really bad. I feel like that well, was kind of like they just like didn't know how to dig him up. And like, so like, I feel like <laughs> the original cut of this film probably completely ignored that. And yeah. then in reshoots, they were like, we probably should address this in some way. <laughs> and they tried to make it as humorous as possible. But it's just such a weird plot point. That you can't really do it. But no, but listen, Jake, yeah. you are so gripped by the Marvel cookie cutter movie. You're like, oh, this movie needs to be fun. <laughs> this movie needs to have jokes. This movie needs to have action. Okay, you 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 can go into a scary movie and be like, oh, I mm-hmm. need to have fun in this movie. And mm-hmm. if you don't have fun, you're like, oh, this scary movie wasn't fun, so I didn't like this movie. Maybe That's... there's trying to maybe there's a different cookie cutter that DC's trying to use. Maybe you're looking for the Again. gingerbread man. And DC's not about the gingerbread man. Maybe DC is all about this is the let, no, let, let, let him finish the analogy. I, I don't I know. know where this is going. I may be trying to save him from the gingerbread man analogy. <laughs> all I'm saying is that this is the most Marvel DC movie, and that might be why I don't like it that much. It feels so much like a Marvel movie. They have all the same sort of quips, but none of them work here. They do all the same sort of... Like, this movie is Avengers Age of Ultron. Like, it's the same movie. They have so many different... They have so many of the same plot points. So many beats are hit in the same way. But they're hit so much more poorly. That it's like, okay, you obviously saw the Avengers. You wanted to do something like the Avengers. You watched the wrong Avengers movie. (laughs) Like, So so you're not going to forget... Why not forgive this movie because it was under distress and it had to do two different directors? And why not? But you're like, oh, I can't forgive it because it didn't make me laugh. That's not what I'm saying. I'm <laughs> saying, <laughs> David. That's literally what you said. David, you you're, said, David you're getting very defensive about this movie. I'm just saying I didn't like it and I can't forgive it because it didn't. It didn't. I, it make... didn't grab me. Nothing about this movie entertained me. I there were like two scenes that I was like, I liked that. Everything after that, I'm like, this is boring. This is dumb. Everything is so garbled, muddled, and disgusting. I don't think I can watch this anymore. 
Like, I probably will never watch this movie again. I, I think I'd watch Fan Four Stick before I watched this movie again. <laughs> what, are you going to buy it on Blu-ray? Uh, probably not, no. I'll wait till it's in, like, a double pack with a better DC movie. Like, next next Black Friday. Yeah. You're probably going to buy it. We'll see. Yeah. I, I want you guys to give me something to like about this movie. But everything I hear is just like, oh, well... Oh, that flash part was pretty fun. Yeah, but it's in a movie that sucks. <laughs> like the rest of the movie sucks. Okay, but but okay, we said the same thing about um not Avengers, X Men. What was the last one? Not, not Anarchy. Apocalypse. Oh yeah, Apocalypse. You're like, oh, I didn't really like the movie, but those those I, um I like Apocalypse. You were like, oh, like I wasn't so hot about Apocalypse, but those. Quicksilver parts, man, those were cool. Yeah. It's the same thing. I agree. (laughs) I agree that the Flash parts are cool. I agree the Wonder Woman parts are cool. But I'm not giving this movie a pass for those small parts. (laughs) But you're you're acting like it's a complete disaster. It it is. When there are a lot of, like, good moments throughout. Okay. All right. So you're you're, you're doing the, like, internet-style hyperbole. Okay. Flash scene... Wonder Woman bank scene. Name me one other part that was well constructed and that was fun or entertaining. Because <laughs> I don't think you can. <laughs> Aaron, are, are you what? like, are you, do you see what I'm like, I'm calling him out on? Like, all the things I'm saying? Or, or am I just completely off the edge? If I'm completely off the edge, you're, I'll, you're I'll some, it in. You're making some points. You're making... <laughs> I don't agree with you on all of them, but Aaron, I definitely well, let's talk Aquaman. Aquaman's parts were cool. loved Aquaman, except uh, for his his character arc extremely rushed. I don't know what was happening in that Atlanta scene. I couldn't I loved hear Aquaman. them. <laughs> I just like, legitimately he just couldn't hear them. To Atlantis. That's what I was understanding. Like, yeah, it's like ever since his mom died, he just didn't go to Atlantis, and then he I showed know. up. It's like you're you're the Atlantis. You're the. But, uh, like, for this being his first visit to Atlantis ever in this universe, I don't think that's his first. It? I think he left. No, they said it was like his first. Yeah, like he, he said never he's never there. been there. So how did he even know how to find it? Also, the the, the ocean. The ocean to the fish, bro. <laughs> yeah, this is the, the other fish. thing. <laughs> like I, when I don't find wait, anything wait. I like in a movie, I just pick apart the things that make no sense. I just realized. <laughs> the one flaw mm-hmm. in Aquaman. He never, like, summons a fish mm-hmm. or, like, a shark or a whale or something. What was that? Well, he's not in water. What is up with that? Yeah, why was there no, like, why did they not set the climax on, like, a beachfront or something? It's weird. And have sharks. <laughs> yeah. I'm so confused now. It's Because Sharknado already copyrighted <laughs> I never thought of this point before, but now I might hate this movie. Now, Aaron... Just because of the shark thing. Maybe you can explain this. You Why know Aquaman. Why does it have to be a shark? Why can't it be another aquatic... Why can't it be a large sea turtle? It could have been anything. But they had no fish. Well, he, he was riding... He was riding the alien, though. Like, he's like, okay, I can ride this alien. The parademon? Parademon, whatever it was called. I don't know. See, David's like, I love this movie. <laughs> but I, I no, can't I even tell you what movie. the I'll villains say, are. <laughs> you, I was just saying, Jake, Jake you are consistently... Very strongly opinionated mm-hmm. on a lot of movies. But, what? alright, yeah, this is what I was going to say. Maybe you can explain this, because you read the comics. Yeah. And I've never read an Aquaman comic. Mm-hmm. 
why does he have powers outside of the water? Like, he jumps really far. He's really strong. Like, well, I, I mean, feel like that should be a water thing, right? In the in the older comics, it was like he had to touch... He had to, like, touch water or drink water, like, every hour in order to keep his powers and survive. They got rid of that fairly quickly. Okay. But now it's, bas- it's basically just kind of, like, because uh, Atlanteans had to, like, evolve to live in the pressure at the bottom of the ocean, they developed, like, more durability and more strength and stuff like that. So that's why. Okay, Aquaman I cool. still didn't like Aquaman. He was very one note. It was like, "Hey, I'm Mister Bro Dude," and that's that's what I was looking for, Bro Dude. Hey, <laughs> I feel like he wasn't one note. I just feel like they kind of rushed over the mm-hmm. depth because y- you you do have stuff like you have, you have that scene where he's accidentally touching the lasso where it's like okay there's more layers to this guy and even <sighs> in that Atlantis scene there's stuff like oh there's the tragic backstory there's you know him feeling abandoned he's an orphan movie, and we're gonna get so much depth because we're gonna be in the ocean right i don't Literally. think they needed too much depth for him in this film i think as like a teaser as like wetting my appetite before <laughs> the full <laughs> movie, <laughs> yeah. but do you see? We dive deeper. It worked. It made me really excited for the solo film. Do you see what I'm saying though? As far as like, in in this movie, you can't just give us. You can't just be like, well, Aquaman doesn't do anything in this movie, but he has his own movie coming later, so it doesn't really matter. Like that's doesn't make it doesn't make him good in it it's the same with cyborg (laughs) cyborg does like nothing interesting in this movie and it's like well he could have better stuff later and i admit yeah he probably will have so like he's set up for something pretty interesting (laughs) he has like this ability to to do something interesting with that character but that doesn't change that in this movie he's really bland and just why what are his motivations are you talking? What, what are cyborgs? Uh, yeah, well, no, I, yeah, sorry. Uh, Aquaman, his father I was Aquaman. kidnapped, and right. then he had to protect the mother box. Why? And then he just left the mother box abandoned on the top of a yeah, car. He really cared then, so much. Yeah. That was the dumbest. That was the part that made me start to hate the movie. That's the dumbest part. <laughs> I've that got a laundry list, part. my dude. <laughs> that is the, the two scenes. Where I did like absolutely hate what was going on. <laughs> the scene where they just leave the mother box yeah. on that car. The thing they've been fighting to keep away from and, Steppenwolf the whole time. And the er- the earlier scene with Steppenwolf, like his his like solo scene where he's like sticking the two cubes he has in that weird wall, and he's just like, "I'm gonna unleash my apocalypse" or whatever. I don't even know what he says. He just says like this generic. He says something about guy. dark side. Yeah. And that's the it's only mention of him in the whole movie. Scene, it's like, they're like, oh, we need a scene where the villain, like, states their motivations or something. Can we just shoot that real quick? And they're like, yeah, <laughs> sure. Here's the scene. You're assuming they actually shot there's that and scene. didn't there's do that a, all a... in CGI. It probably was. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, let's just take this line from later in the movie and drag it into this scene we completely CGI'd. And very poor CGI, might I add. Like, some of the worst CGI I've seen 
in years. At the end, when like the the pla- the colorful plants are like Oof. growing out, what I don't even know why, but the colorful plants, but like yeah, that's that was like sense. so painfully ugly. Yeah, like you can just like kind of like see the pixels and like the. It's almost like you can visibly see the programming where it's like, okay, this is where the plant starts and this is where the plant stops, you know? It has, like, the keyframing still on it. It was so... I can't believe they let it through. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't notice that while I was watching it. At that point, I was already checked out. I was like, this sucks. Um... We talked about this a bit with Wonder Woman, and I mean, we talked about it with Batman v Superman as well, uh, but we, that was before we even did this. Uh, they need to fix how they do action sequences, like big, bombastic action sequences, because it doesn't feel like anyone's there. <laughs> it just feels like two plastic figures ramming into each other repeatedly. Am I wrong? Depends on the action scene. Like if you talk about like the, if you're talking about like the climax, the, the climax. final battle, yeah, yeah, no, that's it, the one. It felt like way too much CGI. Like people are ramming into walls, and I'm like, why do I care? <laughs> like, okay, let me, let me guess. Maybe this is just me getting jaded <laughs> with superhero movies in general. It, that might start. If that was the case, you probably would have not enjoyed Thor Ragnarok, like but... I did. But Thor's in in my opinion, Thor is so different. Thor, I know you I know you disagree, but in my mind, Thor is a very Taika Waititi movie. Where it's like, okay, stay for the com- or come for the comedy, stay for the immigrant song. <laughs> like Um Or in this movie, it just It's like come come for the Wonder Woman. Yeah. Stay for that cover of everybody knows oh that's 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 a thing that was rough that was a, that was a scene remember how they used icky thump for like one scene acting like they've been doing that sort of musical cue the whole time and then they never do it again <laughs> and it's like oh yeah that's a good scene <laughs> that's good yeah good way to waste icky thump good one guys Remember when Batman just knew all about parademons, even though that's the first one he's ever met? And then he had he had a dream. Do you not remember the dream? And then remember when he climbs on the parademon and it flies him through the city, and he lands on another uh, rooftop, and the guy and from the, the other rooftop is still there. How does that makes any sense? That was so frustrating. That's right when I was like, oh no, <laughs> they didn't that was care. Right when I was just like, okay, this movie is gonna be terrible and terribly put together so i'm just gonna enjoy it okay i'm just along for the ride the parademon is he's exploding and his blood forms three boxes sure whatever that's a plot point i'm in (laughs) remember (laughs) remember the the horseback That was actually somewhat enjoyable until you're like, oh, it was enjoyable until they got on the horses. <laughs> and you're like, oh, no. <laughs> they, 
they did this, didn't they? I yeah. think I think the one and this is this is points to the movie. I think the one part of the movie that brought me like actual joy <laughs> where I was like is when they did the Green Lantern thing in the war scene. I was like, I almost lost it right there. I'm like, if Green Lantern shows up in this movie, I might forgive everything. <laughs> like, but no. That was really that, cool. That would have been that would have been wild. Yeah. If if like no public like at all, like no press for Green Lantern because he knows like, oh we got slide like they shot everything. Just Green Lantern shows up like And it's hey. Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> like Ryan Reynolds oh. shows up. <laughs> like there were moments where I'm like, they could do this, and they could they could bring me back. But they just decided to fill this movie with scenes that are pointless. The scene with uh, with Lois Lane and uh, Superman's mom. What's you needed the emotional? What's the subtext there? A woman can't write without a man in her life. <laughs> I mean. I mean, I mean, you're not wrong. No, it's oh, if it's if Superman's not around, all Lois Lane can write about is kittens. <laughs> wow, good one, Zach. Really nailed that one. Ladies, am I right? <laughs> Remember, <laughs> I just have a list of things that I thought were stupid. Remember the scene when the movie ends and it doesn't make any sense? Like, this movie ended and I thought there were still five minutes left. I was like, wait, that's... That's the end? <laughs> like, it feels like there should be something after this. This the, Why is the movie ending here? And then it ended. With some really cliche narration that, that didn't need to be there. What, yeah. what, what Do you like Cyborg? I I did like no. Cyborg. Did, I would never like uh, like just because he's thinking internet internet. Even if Cyborg is like portrayed really well and he's a great actor, I'm never gonna like him. I'm not saying that he is or isn't. I'm just gonna say I'm not gonna like him because why? He kicked, Marsh, he kicked Martian Manhunter. Thank you. The team. Thank yeah. you. Right. I mean, would I rather have Martian Manhunter? Yes. Yes. Did I really like Cyborg a lot more than I expected I would? Yes. I liked I liked the performance. Uh, I liked the ch- how they changed the suit in the end. Yeah. That brief glimpse of uh, changing it to look more like the comic book version. That yeah. made me very excited to see him again. I don't know. I, Did... I thought he had like a lot of... I don't know if the film really had enough time like like all the characters the film really didn't have enough time to, to devote to exploring a lot in depth but like the glimpses we get of like okay the, here's this person really conflicted about you know this new situation where he's a cyborg and the whole his suit is upgrading and he doesn't even realize it's all its potential and stuff i don't know i think there's a lot of good subject matter there mm-hmm. and i think that the actor did a really good job so i was pleasantly surprised by cyborg were you at all distracted by like the cgi on I, cyborg i was very I distracted by that was i was not i, I didn't know where to like focus yeah i'm with david on that one that it was weird Maybe are we over sexualizing cyborg is that is that the answer? Yeah, why does he walk so around naked? His... 
when he goes into battle, he's naked. But when he's walking around his house, he has a sweatshirt and sweatpants on. So he just strips down to fight. That's a weird thing. Dude, it's called intimidation tactic. <laughs> You don't want to fight naked guy, do you? He's like, this guy's naked and crazy? Yeah, nope, I'm out. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Um, we can agree that Ben Affleck is completely bored in this movie, right? Like he's, he's trying not murdering anyone. He's yeah, that's why he's bored. <laughs> he's he, like, I feel like in this movie I was watching Ben Affleck try and get fired as Batman. Like, I don't know. I still, I still like him as Batman. Yeah, I, I do. I, th- or I especially like him as Bruce Wayne. And I don't really know why, because he's basically not even acting in those scenes. No, but yeah, like, just, he just seems like Bruce Wayne. Maybe like the whole like completely disinterested thing is. I'm just like, yeah, that's probably how a billionaire would be. <laughs> I. It doesn't help. Maybe I would feel differently about Batman in this movie if he was given, like, anything to do. Like, he does nothing in this movie. Nothing like that warehouse scene that is, like, one of the best parts of Batman v Superman. That's just not here. In terms of, like, action scenes, yeah, he doesn't get a lot. Yeah, that's what I mean. He's just useless in this movie. In terms of plot, he's kind of the main focus. Well, right. No, I get... (laughs) Yeah, I get that. I just mean, like, this is the problem with having the Justice League. It's the same problem with the Avengers, where you have Iron Man, Hulk, Thor, Captain America. They all make sense. But then you have Hawkeye and Black Widow, who are going up against gods and aliens. They're not special. It's the same thing with Batman. It's like... Yeah, you shouldn't be in this fight. You you l- can literally do nothing. You just have Black Widow firing little guns, too. It's just like, it just seems kind of dumb. He, he uncovered that sound that really irritated the parademons. And that didn't become relevant. Like that? I, they spent like I don't five remember different that at all. on that. And, that, and nothing he's, came of it. But detect- it was a thing. Yeah, what do you mean nothing came of it? He blasted it out of his car. Yeah, I know, but it, like it had no effect. Yeah, like, it drew them all away. It drew them all away. No, they were not, very much still really. there. <laughs> no, it drew them all the way. Oh, okay, pause. What, what okay. do you mean? So, 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 Batman blared it out of the car, yeah. drew yeah. all the parademons away from yeah. the fight. Like that was yeah. the plan. So all of them followed him, and then the rest of the league's like, we can't let them die. So then they just right. went and tried so to the, fight them all. So the entire league just ended up fighting all the parademons anyway. Yeah, yeah. But, but it's Bruce, there was no point. To Bruce was being <laughs> he was being selfless. I'm not touching. He this killed one. Superman. <laughs> I, I, dude, I like how I like how Wonder Woman just takes that away from like takes that away from him. He's, she's like, "You didn't kill Superman." I want to be like, "Yeah, I did. I'm Batman. Of course, I killed Superman." Like that's that's like a check mark off my list. <laughs> Wonder Woman's like, "Nah, you didn't do it." It's like, oh, I think I did do it. Hmm. I feel like this movie, as my final thought, it has bright spots, but overall, I was just completely, like, just let down by this movie. And I was going in with some of the lowest expectations. I'm like, just show me cool Wonder Woman stuff, show me something cool with Aquaman, that's all I need. 
And then this movie was like, well, we're also gonna be really weird about it. I'm like, well, please don't. And it just, it drew me out so often. I think a lot of that's the bad CGI. Like the scene when they're at uh, Superman's memorial or whatever. Like, they're very obviously on a soundstage in that scene. Like, the city behind them doesn't look real. And, like, don't tell me that it's, like, oh, it's, like, it's blue screen. It's obviously, it's never going to look real. I mean, look at the airport fight in Civil War. They're on a soundstage. None of that's really there. But it looks good. (laughs) Like, they tried. And this one, they're just, like... Yeah, but this film had twice the budget. So... I can't. I, I so that's still, something. That's another reason not to give them your money. They obviously don't know how to spend it. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> wait till they learn a little bit of money management. Final final thoughts from everyone? Uh, final thoughts. I just want to point out, we should probably put it, tell people where we put it on our lists for the year. Uh, David doesn't have a list, but he'll give you a general statement. Mine is, like, I don't know. I don't, I don't have it in front of me. But, yeah, that's my final statement on the movie. I'll, okay. I'll tell you when I find it. <laughs> uh, yeah, my final statement, like, I went in with low expectations as well. And, like, a lot of the times, those low expectations were met. Because it is really disjointed. It's really poorly put together and... They clearly had no idea how they wanted to make this film and clearly like made one film and then made another film and tried to make one film out of those two films. But like, I think I ended up sounding a lot more negative to it on this podcast than I actually am just because it's more fun to trash it than it is to (laughs) talk about the stuff I liked. But I did enjoy watching this movie. I enjoyed the fast pace, even if it was incoherent. I was like, oh, here's all these cool comic book moments and references and characters and stuff like that. Fast paced. All right. I liked all the characters. I liked all the performances. I liked some of the action scenes. I liked some of the humor. I loved the after credit scenes. And overall, it made me excited to see more of these characters. It seemed like it was a very effective course correction. That if they're going to stick to it, if they're just like, we're committed to this now, we're going to keep at it with this universe. I think this film did what it was uh, intended to do, which is course correct and make a DC cinematic universe that's going to be more comic accurate, going to be more colorful, going to be more fun, going to be more hopeful and whatever in the future. So It was nice to see Superman it. smile, right? Like, that was kind of yeah. nice. He yeah. actually smiles and he, like, laughs at one point, and you're like, that this is Superman. with uh, Superman and Cyborg after they, like, saved the day. That was, like, one of my favorite scenes in the movie. It's pretty good. I also want to just quick point out, oh, I have it at number 47 out of 62 right now, uh, behind Kingsman 2, ahead of Boss Baby. I want to point out that I play a lot of stuff up for the podcast, same with like the Haunting on Saginaw thing. I play it up for comedic effect. (laughs) 
I think there are some parts that are fine, but overall, I didn't like it. Okay. I have this at 28 out of oh my God. 64. <laughs> we're, quite, we're quite different on that one. <laughs> I have it uh, behind Annabelle Creation, ahead of Power Rangers. You have Annabelle that high, too? Oh, you've seen a lot of bad I've movies I've seen a lot year. more bad movies yeah, than good that's movies. Right. That's right. David, final thoughts. DC, continue to try to do better. <laughs> All right. And give me that Aquaman. Give, give, me, give me Green Lantern. Give me Martian. Give, give me the goodness. Give me the things that people care about. That is all. Where do we like this in the DC movies? So, like, not I, as good as Wonder Woman, but better. How many are there? I, I, I guess go, Superman five. So, so not so. Are we gonna say that Wonder Woman is the best TC? I would definitely say yeah, Wonder Woman's the best. Yeah. <laughs> then I would go Man of Steel. Me too. Then I would go Justice League. I'd go I'd go yes, in my personal list I'd go Batman v Superman, Justice League, Suicide Squad. But I this is the thing. I'm finally on board with the internet that these movies suck. And now everyone's like turncoding and they're like, oh Justice League's great. And I'm like, wait a second, I just got here, guys. I I feel like I need to be a part of the party. Like you can't just leave now that I'm here. You're, you're just always playing catch up. I you're guess like so. you're like DC. Yeah. Trying exactly. to catch up to Marvel. They're never going to do it. No. But they're going to keep trying. By time DC catches up to Marvel, uh superhero movies will be gone. <laughs> It'll be too late. Um but god dang it, they're going to try. Guys, uh let's move on to the upcoming movies of the week. Movie. Movie. Yeah, that's a good point. Movie. Shape of Water. Yes. Guillermo del Toro. My dude. Yes. This is a new movie. It is. Coming off the coattails of Crimson Peak. Indeed. Can you tell we haven't watched the trailers for this? (laughs) This has been what upcoming movies has been for a long time now. (laughs) It's like we haven't watched the trailers. Sorry. Yeah, but what more do we need to say? That's a good point. It's it's Del Toro. Mm-hmm. I'm in. Uh, oh, instantly in. Unless it's Pacific Rim, then I'm instantly out. This sounds like it could be a, a sequel of Pacific, Pacific Rim to The Shape of Water to Freezing Glass. I don't know. It's I mean, I wouldn't I, I wouldn't be opposed to uh, Del Toro just suddenly mixing all his universes. So we get to like the end of Shape of Water and the giant robot comes in. And then you have like the ghost from Crimson Peak as well. And you have like the, the pale man from Pan's Labyrinth. I, that's what I want. I want a Del Toro cinematic universe. Mm-hmm. Santi will be there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And Blade. <laughs> Gotta have Blade. He somehow gets the rights to Blade. <laughs> They're just like, whatever. I don't really care. No, we're not using Blade. It's fine. Um, the first trailer that I, I mean, I watched the first trailer, Aaron, you said you did too, correct? Yep. Um, 
I don't know who's the cinematographer on his films. I don't know if it's the same person. But it just from the very first few shots, I'm like, this is a Guillermo del Toro movie, isn't it? Like, he just has this, like, really unique style that I'm, I dig. I don't know. I'm, I'm there for it. I'm there for it. I'm, yeah. I mean, you got, you got Doug Jones doing his prosthetic creature thing. You got, like, the whole uh, del Toro kind of going back to his roots and, like, the more fairy tale style monster movie thing. And you got great reviews. So, like, mm-hmm. I'm all in on this movie. Me too. And that has been <laughs> the upcoming movies of the week. David, I don't know that you have much to say about it. I, have you seen a Guillermo del Toro movie? Um, I would say right now, no. I can look up what movies he has on Letterboxd. But off the top of my head. Have you seen either of the Hellboy movies? Nope. Uh, either of the Blade movies? Nope. He didn't do Blade 1, though. Oh, yeah, he didn't. Uh, have you seen Pacific Rim? Looking right now. Nope, 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 nope. Mm. Good director. I know what I'm going to start recommending to you yeah. if you do a recommend a film thing. <laughs> uh, yeah. Good director. Uh, let's move on <laughs> to the uh, What Have You Been Watching segment this week. So, Aaron. You pro- wait, Paul, you produced Kung Fu Panda 3? Yeah, 2 and 3. Wow. He, was, he was the one responsible for giving Poe his dark backstory. I'm glad this man's done something good in the world. Alright. <laughs> um, so, have, do we have any shared movies this week? I don't think we do. No, we don't. Uh, Aaron, as I was saying, you... Uh, have overtaken me in the competition. I have, yeah. By two now, right? Yes, that is the truth. I don't like it, but it's the truth. So I guess Aaron gets to go first then, so he's just stopping you out. Get it over with, Aaron. Discuss the trash movies you watched this week to beat me. Uh, well, there's one. Am I allowed to save this one for Bad Movie of the Week? Yes. I still want to watch it. I know, but like... Oh, for later? I wouldn't spoil a lot. I, I still want to watch it. <laughs> I can, I can okay, unplug I my headphones. Okay, okay. I had to back up. Alright, so we're going to start... We'll, we'll go with what I liked best to mm-hmm. what I liked least then. Because okay. I watched four 2017 films. So number one, uh, The Beguiled. Hell yeah. So finally, finally got around to because Lacey finally put it in his voodoo. Mm-hmm. And it was almost like not what I expected. Me either. Because I was just like getting into this voodoo. I was like, oh, Colin Farrell just shows up. And then the film is all about how all the women want to sleep with him. And then he wants to sleep with all of them. And that's the movie. Yeah. That's not what I expected. What were you expecting? I don't even know. <laughs> but, like, it wasn't that. I mean, I, I went in with, like, no expectations. 
So I didn't know what to expect either. And when that turned out to be the movie, I was like, all right, I dig it. <laughs> like, I'm in. Just like a bat, I dig it. <laughs> yeah, see? Mm-hmm. Good, uh, good line from a good is movie, it, though. Is it a good line? <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> My man. <laughs> okay, so what did you think about it? But yeah, I enjoyed it. I really liked all the performances. I don't know why Colin Farrell got to keep his natural accent, but sure. <laughs> there, <that's... laughs> there's like one line in the movie that like kind of explains it away, and you're like, mm, I don't know that that's good enough, but he's Irish in all of it. He's Irish, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's Irish in all of his movies, even when it doesn't make sense, so whatever. Yeah. And I liked, uh, oh, what's her name? Al Fanning? No, no, not. Well, I liked Al Fanning in this movie as well. Mm-hmm. And Kirsten Dunst. What's, uh, uh, Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman right? is very good in this. Yeah. It's been like a while since I, what has she done recently? I feel like she was like out of the spotlight for a while and then like came back like last she year. She did Lion so. last year. She did Lion last year. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I still yeah. haven't seen it, but yeah. I knew she did something big. She's good in it, but the movie's, eh. I'm going to get to it at some point. But yeah, it's on so I, Anyway, sorry. I loved all the performances. I oh. loved the directing. Like, it was a very kind of, like, slow burn, very, like, kind of, like, static directing, but it was just to, like, get the mood across. Yeah. I loved the... I loved that slow burn aspect. I loved the direction the plot ended up taking, and I loved the resolution. Oh, man. Lo- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So yeah, all together, really enjoyed this film. I'd be interested now to watch the original and see like what the major differences are. I've heard this one is more from the uh, women characters' perspective, as mm. opposed to the first one was from the uh, man. Was it Clint Eastwood in the original? Yeah, it was. I don't yeah. know. I don't know how that would play <laughs> if it was more from the man's perspective. <laughs> it would be a little weird, I think. It. I'm curious. I want to see it. Now. Yeah, yeah. I I watched a video of uh, Sofia Coppola just explaining how she directed one of the scenes, and I was instantly like, "You know a lot about movies. I'm gonna watch all your movies." So I'm eventually gonna get to hers because, man, I I really liked what she did in this movie, and I mean, I heard Lost in Translation is also great, so I have to watch that too. Yeah, I've been meaning to watch more of her films as well. I think this is the first one of hers that I've seen, though. Oh, there we go. Aaron and I share a commonality. We do. Moving on. And because we also both enjoyed Beguiled, so... Mm-hmm. It's not... Moving on. Uh, the Wall. I was excited for this one. Is that the John Cena movie? <laughs> That's the John... I don't know. I didn't see him in the movie. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> Stealing like... his thunder, Aaron. My God. And I'm reusing, reusing the same joke I used when we first talked about this film. Yep. But, but yeah, uh, this was a film I was pretty excited about as well when it was first coming out, the first trailers and everything. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a film that mostly works, I suppose. I think it was a very interesting watch. You know, it's definitely a very interesting premise. It's very different from a lot of films I've seen this year. The confined uh, time frame, the confined setting and all that. It's a very 
it's a very different, it's a very interesting film, but I don't know if it's always like a very entertaining film. Okay. Because there's some times where you're like, oh, this is really good. This is really gripping. Like, how is he going to get out of this scenario? This is really tense and all that. And then he, then he just crawls out, and you're like, oh, that was so boring. Yeah, <laughs> the movie ends. Yeah. <laughs> and then there are scenes where he's just like, oh, he's crawling on the ground again. He's spending five minutes removing bricks. I guess we had to do something to get this to feature length. <laughs> so it's, it's like very uneven in terms of that. All but, right. uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson does a good job. Mm-hmm. John Cena doesn't have a whole lot to do. But does a fine job, you know? Okay. Like, he's, he's like, it's like one of those performances where you're like, this isn't, like, distractingly bad, but it's also not, like, notably good. It's just kind of like, oh, John Cena's in this. Mm-hmm. He's trying to work his way into the rock status. Like, he's... Right. He's going to get there, I think. I think he will. You really think so? I think yeah. he has the potential. Mm-hmm. Remember, The Rock started out with, like, the Scorpion King. Yeah. So, Johnson <laughs> is starting out with, like, the wall. He's he's already... Well, he, he's already... in Daddy's Home too. I mean... And Daddy's Home 1. He's had some... He's had some already... Trainwreck. He's good in Trainwreck. Doesn't he just sleep with the girl in Trainwreck? Yeah, that, that's all he does. That's all he does? So, no. he was great. No. He's, he, he's very funny. He has some good lines in that movie. Is The Wall on Amazon Prime? The wall is on Amazon Prime. My that, final, my final thought on the wall. Not sure how I feel about the ending, okay. but that's something we'll probably talk about because I assume you're going to get to it. Yeah, I'll watch it eventually. All right. So next on my list of four, this is now three out of four in terms of what I liked. The Dark Tower. Hey, the I Tower. Just... I've seen this movie. What did you think of it? It was... I don't know if I thought... Was this, it was supposed to be geared as an action movie. That was, It didn't really have a lot of action in it. I was interested by Idris Elba and Matthew McConaughey's performance. And... I came out of it just kind of impartial to the entire movie. I, I don't want to say I was like necessarily bored... Because like this is like what like an eight part book series, yeah, something like that. Like big books, like, like big really... large books. Yeah, and I don't, I'm not drawn to see another Dark Tower movie after what they just gave me, even though I've never read any of the books. That's kind of like exactly how I feel about this movie, where it's like, if their goal was either to, like try to convince me that, that I should go and read all of these books oh, or no. their goal was to be like all of these books would work better as a single movie they fail in both respects yes like this is I, I read the first book in the series I was like this is really interesting it's really like dark and gritty there's some interesting character work going on I really like this gunslinger character. I really like this relationship he has with the man in black. I like all this mythology building and stuff. And then the film is just so disinterested in exploring any of that. To the point where it's like, why did you even want to make this movie? And then, like, I was excited for all these cool, like, gun, like, 
gunslinger action shots, right? Mm-hmm. Saw some stuff in the trailer. I was like, oh yeah, that's cool. That 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 was all the cool shots. Like the, there's no the other trailer cool gave shots. away the whole movie. There's no other cool shots. Absolutely the entire movie. But so it's kind of like dang. It's kind of hard not to when it's like an hour and a half long movie with like really clear like oh this is act one this is act two this is act three this is this plot point this is this plot point this is the uh scene where the characters bond this is the scene where the tragic backstory happens this is it's like they're trying to like dumb this down into like the most digestible bland formula for a movie possible and it just makes it makes me go from like really excited to read more of these books and really excited to see a movie version of this to just like absolutely hating it like it makes the whole thing feel really stupid like there's just that one moment where it's like oh Matthew McConaughey is just like oh the gunslinger is back with his guns they're made from the metal of Arthur, the Arthur people Sword. from Earth know it as Excalibur, and you're like, um, cool. <laughs> Am I supposed to think this? It's like you just like have like one line in there. You're like, oh, it's guns are Excalibur, and it's like, okay, maybe wanna, maybe like, like later with that. Maybe later in the book, se- like book series, that's like a big plot point or something. Or... Like, yeah, but I, like, assume in the books they actually, like, go in-depth on that. And they're like, oh, yeah. oh, here's the history of the gunslingers. Here's the history of these guns. This is what the significance of having these guns means. But in the movie, they're just like, yeah, those are Excalibur. And then they move on. It's like mm-hmm. they don't even care about anything. Yeah. I know. I was so, there. I watched it. Yeah. So, I will yeah, not I feel be pretty watching much... this one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll read the books, though. I'm interested in the books. Really? Yeah. I I don't know if that's a spoiler for the books, but I heard some stuff about it that made me very interested um, in where the story goes. So I don't want to say it, because if it's not a commonly known thing, I don't want to spoil it for Aaron or anyone else listening. Um, I already know a lot about the books. I know how it, like, I know the big ending, and I know a lot of the plot points and stuff oh okay i don't know the big ending i don't think so don't tell me that (laughs) all right so uh speaking of excalibur speaking of excalibur final film four out of four transformers the last night did you watch this last night i did not watch this last night i watched this on thanksgiving because why just gotta gotta learn to appreciate Things you have, like hashtag thankful, you know, like a brain and a heart and stuff like that. You gotta be thankful for it, and in order to do that, you gotta know what it would be like to not have that. So you gotta watch a film that is the dumbest, most incoherent, most unwatchable film I've probably ever seen. More unwatchable than Justice League? Life. What? <laughs> Said more unwatchable than Justice League? 
I'm sorry. If you think you, Justice League is incoherent. You bug me with Thor Ragnarok all the time. <laughs> now I have one. I don't even have the excuse of having like two directors and tons of reshoots. Mm. No, it has the excuse of its director being Michael Bay. <laughs> so, there you go. But, like, this film is legitimately unwatchable. Mm-hmm. Like, before Transformers films, you're like, okay, the plot's dumb, the characters are dumb, but there's at least some cool action scenes that I can enjoy with my eyes. This film... Have we ever said that? <laughs> sometimes. This. Okay, I'll, I'll take your word I'll for stand, it. I'll stand by, like, one and three having okay. good action. Okay, all right, all right, all right. I'll give you that. This film, I mean it, it is unwatchable. Like, it makes your eyes hurt because it is so absolutely incoherent. The, the like, aspect ratio changes, like, every two seconds at points where it doesn't even make sense. Like, they can do, like, a conversation between two characters where it's like, okay, shot, reverse shot, shot, reverse shot. And the shots will change aspect ratios. I want to die. <laughs> like, oh, my God. No. Oh my god. And just, you know, the same rapid fire editing and nonsensical cinematography that any Michael Bay film has. And the plot is just. Ooh, ooh. Is this one racist and misogynistic too? It's. They like bumped up the racism again. Like for a while, they were doing a little better. But they're back up. <laughs> I mean, Ninja Robot in 4 was pretty racist. And he's back. Oh, no. And they built on to it. <laughs> he didn't die? I don't remember. I don't remember anything have, about like, it. Have this, this weird subplot where, like, Cuba is, like, the only country in the world that allows Transformers. Because, like, Transformers are, like, outlawed except for in Cuba or that, whatever. It sounded and, like, like you were about to do a metaphor. <laughs> like you were about to like talk about social like commentary but that's that's too smart for this movie but like and then like uh john turturro's character comes back (laughs) but like he never feel he's never in a scene with another human actor like all of his scenes he's just on the phone talking to someone else and it's so clear he was not on set with anyone else and so he just has like a few scenes like that and then disappears from the movie. So many characters just disappear from the movie. And Stanley Tucci is in this. He what? plays Merlin at the beginning. But he does not come back and play the same character he played in Transformers 4 later on. And they have a different character. A huge plot point is like, oh, this person is the only descendant of Merlin. Left on the planet. But it's not Stanley Tucci's character. I want to die. <laughs> Even though Stanley Tucci this? was Merlin, apparently. Uh, uh, and uh, uh, and uh, uh, Mark Wahlberg uh, is the... Is an, he's a knight. He can wield Excalibur because he hasn't gotten laid in a while. That's a plot point. Please. I'm not making that up. Please, please. I mean, the gunslinger probably also hasn't been laid in a while. <laughs> yeah. 
It's, it's all connected. It so wait, so wait, are we are we connecting the Dark Tower and the Transformer <laughs> universes? The the Dark Tower movie is too good for this film. <laughs> all right, don't don't go too much further and. Uh... I, I, I want some of these uh, horror... Uh, can they even be called surprises? Surprises are usually like a good thing. <laughs> you know, like these blights on humanity to be <laughs> seen with my own eyes. <laughs> I want you to see this film soon so we can talk about it. Mm. So I mm. won't say anything more except to say that this is second from the bottom on my ranking. Mm. It only got beat by the Emoji Movie because <laughs> the Emoji Movie was terrible from the ground up, you know, yeah. like from a very basic concept level. Mm-hmm. This one, it's like, I still believe there could be a good Transformers movie. It's hidden. I believe it's possible. It's hidden in there somewhere. Right. And that's the only thing saving this film from being the worst of the year. So that's my week. I'm honestly speechless. Um, I, um, do they at least explain why his daughter isn't in this one? They do. They do. Is it a? That's like that's like the one point they actually do a reasonable job at doing. Okay. <laughs> in terms of not just like writing her out, like uh, right, making Fox in three. <laughs> That was dumb. <laughs> oh. I. Alright, I'm gonna start talking about movie I watched because if I don't, I'm just gonna spiral into. Tra- I don't get to go next. Okay. You, you can if you want, but you weren't talking, so I just assumed you didn't well, want to go. I mean, next. you were spiraling, so you might as well just go. I. You know, you go, because I'm still honestly a little blown away by the Transformers, especially the Excalibur part. I don't know how that's a thing. So, David, you, I need... I, all right, I think all right, I need I'll a go, moment. I'll go. So, today, I watched Arrival. I'm doing this thing with my roommate, and it's a movie Sunday. So, every Sunday, we watch a movie. And I'm, I'm like, you ever see Arrival? He's like, nope. I'm like, so, it was Black Friday. And I bought Rival for like nine bucks, and so I was like, you gotta watch Rival. And he's like, yeah, great movie. I'm like, I know. And like, over Rival spoilers, he's like, oh my gosh, I didn't think about it that way. I'm like, oh my goodness. So yeah, good experience. Jake, are you frozen or are you just tripping? I'm dead. (laughs) Okay. I'm dead inside. (laughs) Thanks for I watch a few episodes. Uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia, season twelve. Like the first, like two to three. No, first two, and then I was on the third one, and then like my roommates came in, or like, oh, I want to watch this, and then, but they like didn't watch it. They talked. It happens. And then I'm on the season finale of Game of Thrones season six. And then I, yeah, it's it's great. Season six, I didn't even like realize that I watched it that quick. I was like, "Oh wow, like I'm here." On Thanksgiving, I watched Meet the Parents. I was like, "Oh, this is this is a good movie." Well, this is a kind of funny movie. 
Like I, I remember, like all the I forgot Owen Wilson was an incomplete. <laughs> oh, is it yeah. weird that like is it always weird that like every movie that Owen Wilson is in that I just forget it that he's there? Yeah, <laughs> I'm I, like no. even even when he's like the main role, like in Marley and Me, I'm yeah. like, oh yeah, Owen Wilson's like in this. I like, can... like he's the main one of the main roles. We're like, oh okay. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't either. But I'm with you on that. Oh, Owen. Like, like not that it gets Owen. No, it gets you, Owen. You do, you do great things. Like, I enjoy seeing you in the movie. I just always forget you're there. Yeah. He's a very generic yeah. white man. Like, I get it. There's a lot of them in movies. <laughs> wow. I do like the meme, the meme that's been going on recently. It's like Star Wars lightsaber fight, but every single light, time a lightsaber hits, it's Owen Wilson saying, wow. <laughs> and then I just... I saw a video like earlier today when it was a uh, a John Wick, and every time a gun was shot, it was Owen Wilson saying "Wow." <laughs> so I was like, "Oh wow!" Hey! Wow, 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 wow. So yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, yep, that's about all. I still don't know if I'm ready. <laughs> I feel like the movie I'm about to talk about shouldn't even be mentioned within the same conversation as Transformers The Last Night. Like, I'm doing the film a disservice by doing this. Just don't talk about it. But here we go. Ladybird. This movie... I, again... Don't want to say too much. Aaron, you said you're seeing it tomorrow, correct? I'm seeing it tomorrow. You need to text me, my dude. <laughs> I want to know what you think. Um, I. It's very rare that in one year there are two movies that just rattle me and, like, touch me to my core. And I was like, nothing's beating Ghost Story this year. Ghost Story dismantled me <laughs> like i was in pieces after that movie and i still think a ghost story destroyed me more than ladybird but that doesn't make it a better movie there's that one scene in ghost story that i still just hate <laughs> like i just hate that scene <laughs> there is not a single scene in ladybird that i didn't like I liked every moment of it. I didn't expect... Like, I went in knowing as little as possible. Didn't know it was a comedy. There are, like... There's some great, like, funny moments here. There's great emotion. Great performances. Shirsha Ronan is just insanely good. Like, a lot of people, when they are trying to put on an American accent or any other accent, you know, every once in a while you hear them slip. I don't think I heard her slip once. <laughs> like, she was so believable as, like, everyday teenager. If that makes sense. I don't know. I'm trying yes. to, like, not say too much. Yeah. But, but uh... I still have not seen any trailers for this. Or... Yeah. Even read like any kind of like plot synopsis or anything yeah. like that. I'm not. I'm not gonna tell you anything. There are just. I'm so excited to hear what your moment was in this movie. 
So, from what I can tell, everyone has a moment where it's like, this is real. This movie's real. I'm crying. <laughs> like, here we go. And I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know if this, the moment that hit me has hit as many people. I haven't seen it been, being talked about. So, I don't know. I'm interested to see. Um, yeah. Greta Gerwig. I want to see everything you make now. You are a very talented writer and director. Like, wow. <laughs> so, I don't know. I don't know, man. This is a, this is a special movie. Um, we'll talk more about it next week, obviously. So, I don't need to say too much more, but A24. They make good movies. Like, I don't understand how they continue to make such good movies. Speaking of A24, I'm moving off of Lady Bird. Lady Bird's my number one movie of the year, if you couldn't tell. I love it. I love every moment of it. Um, it's because you haven't seen Transformers last night yet. Uh, yeah. Or also, The Disaster Artist. I haven't seen that yet either. So, I am. I think I'd like to see that one with you. Okay. Jake. Okay. But I think we should watch... The Room? The movie. The Room? Yeah, yeah. we should watch The Room. We gotta buy it from his website. That's the yeah, only way to watch it. It doesn't allow it to be rented. Alright, so let's... <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's an interesting guy. Alright, so uh, speaking so I of... I feel like we should buy the movie. <laughs> we can. Then... Let's do it. Let's and get drunk watch, and watch it. Watch it, and then we can go see... I, I can't, You can't finish it. You keep cutting me off. But we should buy the movie. <laughs> that time I didn't. Movie, and then go see... The actual movie. I I say I'm not watching the room unless I'm smashed. So let's let's do it. <laughs> like I just I can't. Let's, let's do it. Okay. Um. Speaking of a twenty four, uh, the lovers, a movie that I had seen a preview for before Ghost Story, and I was on an a twenty four kick, and I'm like, all right, what else did they make this? I watched it the night of Lady Bird because I was like, I just want more a twenty four. Um. And Florida Project is nowhere near me. I want to watch it. Um, so yeah, The Lovers. Uh, interesting premise that is weird. I don't know if you know anything about this, Aaron. No, I, I saw that it was up on Amazon Prime. So yeah, I investigated whether it was worth a watch for a competition. Uh, it is. I'd say it's worth a watch. Uh... Again, not. It's one of those A twenty four movies that's like, yeah, I get this, but at the same time, it's not like gonna change the world, like Moonlight or Lady Bird or, um, The Witch. That's what I was looking for. Um, it's simple premise: two people in a marriage for a long time, cheating on each other with two different people. And then uh, they're about to leave each other, and then they start falling in love again. And it's, like, just that story. And it's just so... That sounds pretty boring. It's, like, weirdly clever. <laughs> like, I don't understand how they did it. But they somehow found a good resolution to the story where I'm like, this makes sense. And this is, like, the only way you could have ended it. Like, I don't, there's no other way they could have done it, but it worked somehow. Um, yeah, it's just an enjoyable movie. 
It's a nice pop it in on a weekend day and uh, give it a watch. What do you say? I say that's a good movie. But a. Yeah, it's worth a worth a watch, and uh, right. you can watch it now on Amazon Prime. And let me tell you what: do that on time. I'm on a rhyming kick. If you couldn't tell, uh, and that's all I watched. Uh, trying to think. Eh, they added Superstore back onto uh, Hulu. All the episodes, and I hadn't watched season one in a while, so I kind of did that while I was working on other stuff. It's a good. Good. It's a good show. I'm not gonna judge you, so we can move on. <laughs> it's like you guys hate on it. You've never even seen it. Oh, I've seen it. You've seen the worst episode. <laughs> I even the worst episode of It's Always Sunny is still better than that. Episode. Uh, let's not bring Frank's brother into this because I've recently rewatched that. Mm 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 mm. That's a no good. No better. Um. Let's move on to the passing of the popcorn segment. Today, playing a quick game of passing popcorn here with my buddies Aaron and uh, David. I'm glad you remember my name. Let's see your start one. Uh, no, <laughs> I'm struggling with how I'm going to do this. So. <clears throat> This should be fun. Uh, Today, we're going to be playing a game of Passing Popcorn. David, your cards... um, uh, Your uh, your cards are uh, story, characters... You're making them up right now? No. (laughs) We each get one of each card. So Aaron has a story, David has a story, Aaron has a quote, David has a quote... Aaron has a character. David has a character. <laughs> Aaron has a cast. David has a cast. And today, we're going to be casting ourselves into the game as I pick a movie, and we're going to play. Here we go. Uh, today, we're, we're looking at a 2012 musical. Uh, who would like to go first? Aaron? Okay. Uh, Where do you go first? Can I get a story? Ah. (laughs) I can't just use the letterbox story because it gives away what it is. All right. I'm going to make it up on my mind. A man loses uh, his job because a policeman uh, takes it from him. And then it's a wild story of him raising a girl. This is what is uh, your choice? Lame as a rob. Lame as a rob. Uh, this is gonna be my microphone. The uh, lame lame as a rob. That's the one. Uh, that's a story token for Aaron. Aaron, how do you feel? Uh, I feel like that was a horrible synopsis. Thank you. Uh, I wrote it myself. Okay, David. Today we're looking at a. Uh, 2015 action movie. Bang, bang, my boys. Uh, what would you like? Story. And you're very stressed right uh, now. Story. Uh, a 
son of a... <laughs> They're all gonna be story from here on out, because I think I'm pretty good at making them up. Uh, uh, agent guy uh, finds cryptic message, sent him on a trail to the past, uh, finds girl, does not good things. Not okay to do that in a movie. Finds girl doesn't do good things. He d he's bad, but he's good, and he's uh he, excuse me, uh he finds out half or was a stepbrother, bad guy stepbrother. What do you think? The accountant. Yeah, that's the account. No, it's not the. It's Spectre. Uh, so Aaron David still has four tokens. Aaron has three. Here we go. Moving on. Whole story now. Yeah, moving on to this one. <laughs> a 1968 uh, movie, Aaron. A uh, story. Here we go. Uh, an eccentric professor invents wacky machinery, but can't seem to make ends meet. When he invents a revolutionary car, foreign government becomes interested. What? Nineteen. 68? 68. Steal. Is this the love bug? David, do you have a steal? Chitty chitty bang bang. David with the steal. That's oh. a chitty chitty win win. Uh, we're moving on. <laughs> we're moving on. I don't remember that was the plot at all. I just an old movie in a revolutionary car. I never understood the plot of that movie. I don't know. I, <laughs> I, I just called it a movie because I don't even know what the genre is on that one. <laughs> Here right, we go. Uh, it's, is it three to three or four to four? Three three. Aaron, three, three. Three, it's your chance yep. to catch back up. Me, Aaron. It's me. You stole David it. Stole it. It's David. It goes to me. He if stole you steal it. it then it, yeah. So it goes to him. Never mind. Um, uh, David, uh, 2012 movie story 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 okay uh snow white <laughs> i'm getting uh, a little worked up snow white yes what? She, she goes into the woods and thor is there and he snow says i'm gonna help you and then uh charlize theron she goes no i'm in a pool of milk snow white and the huntsman that's snow white and the huntsman <laughs> uh, I got two tokens. Is it hot in here or is it just me? <laughs> We're moving on. It's so white. <laughs> the movie's called Snow White. Aaron. Yeah. You get. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to do that one. All right. Yeah. Breathe. I gotta, breathe. Breathe. <laughs> I'm purposefully not breathing, David. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna, here we go. All right. This is a story. This is a story all about how 2006 what? comedy Big drama got turned upside down. 2006 comedy? Yeah. Okay. What story. Uh, man walking, uh, road. He, uh, talks and he hears and Oh boy, makes him real goofy. <laughs> he meets girl and decide I like girl. 
and then can't stop thinking about her, but also hears things. Aaron. What? Do uh you gotta you gotta guess on uh hears things but likes girl. He also has a watch. Oh, <laughs> that's oh a that's not it's not stranger that you got it, and it's not a fiction that you are winning. Uh, Aaron's two got right two now. to two. I don't know. David's turn. Here we go. Uh, this one. Sorry. This is a real special one. Uh, 2007 animated. Sorry. Time to make some food. Remember the time a uh, guy makes food. He puts things in the pan and then someone pulls on his hairs uh, and then he makes the food. Ratatouille. Ratatouille. That's <gasps> a gremlin just popped up on my screen. What? I don't know. Uh, that's uh, one for one left that's for David. The letterbox is down. Thing. Oh no, that's fine. Uh, that's uh, that's two. How are you guys feeling about? How are you guys feeling about your lead? All right, we moving on. Both have a lead. David, here we go. Lead. Uh, hmm, let's see here. Uh, oh, here's a good one. 2002 romance. Story. All right. Uh, girl. I haven't seen this in years. Here we go. Girl. Uh, she wears a lot of turtlenecks and has blonde hair. Makes her sad. She moves all the way down. She moves all the way down south and meets a doctor. He's also with a princess in New York. And they sing. She sings. But this is a different one. He's in that in this. Girl in the turtlenecks for the win. What? <laughs> and no. What? <laughs> Not for the win. Um, can you can you repeat that girl, exactly, word for word? Girl wears lots of turtlenecks. She's a fashion designer, and she goes way down south. That that wasn't word for word. I'm very. I'm pretty sure it was. You got three seconds. Uh, three, two, I, one, and it was Sweet Home Alabama. I don't even know I what that movie's about. Yes, it's whatever. <laughs> David. The last one. David, uh, can you get it? Maybe. We'll see. Uh, uh, here we go. Um, all right. <clears throat> I got this one. Two thousand twelve comedy. You don't sound like you got it. <laughs> Two thousand twelve comedy. You gotta have those Sorry. pregnant pauses every once in a while. It keeps the audience making sure they're actually listening. All right, 2012 comedy. What would you like, sir? Sorry. Uh, uh, he moves. He moves, and that's okay. And goes to new school. Meet new kids. Um, is it? Ooh, it's getting it's getting kind of hot. And we're also uh, he. 
he uh, dances sometimes, and he meets people, and they say, hey, kid, you're pretty cool. Would you like to take what? a guess? Do you have a guess? A, com Three. a comedy with... What year? 2012. Three, two, one. I need a guess from the audience. The Karate Kid with Jaden Smith. J uh, Aaron, do you have a steal? Can you repeat any of that? He's a kid, and he goes to new school. He meets new people, and they're like, Hey, kid, you dance, and you're pretty cool. Uh, let's kiss. And they do sometimes. Not all of them, but mostly him with one girl, and then another girl gets kissed every once in a while, too. But that's it's a weird scene, and it, it makes me feel uncomfortable. Also, I'm... he feels her up. I'm I'm gonna pass on stealing this. That's perks of being a wallflower. That's not perks of being a wallflower. Here we go. We're moving what on. Is... Uh, here we go. What? David, what? or it's actually Aaron. He's gonna he's gonna pass on yeah. it. Uh, all right. Here we go. Uh, yeah. That's not a comedy. That's not a comedy. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Are you sure? It's no. Two thousand four. Uh, uh, Christmas. Okay, uh, story. No, he is probably not even crazy. I bet it's. It's probably uh, a Halloween film. Uh, we're on a train. <laughs> Wait, <That's>, what? <laughs> we're on. A, we're on a train. Go see Santa. Oh, the Polar Express. I was looking for Tom Hanks Polar Express, but I'll take it. That's a one-to-one -one score. Uh, this is whoever guesses first gets it. Here we go. Uh, 2007, uh, Mystery. Story? Uh, Who is this? Uh, uh, new, new girl moves to new town, new school, meets friends. They say, you're not cool. Uh, she's very cool. Because she solves crimes. Is this David's or mine? It, uh, whoever guesses first gets it. Nancy Drew. David wins. Nancy Drew, too. How about you? Uh, David, your prize... Um, oh, God, I didn't get it. Your prize is... Uh, moving on to the bad movie of the week. <laughs> I probably should have planned that segment a little bit better. That's all right. I'm, I'm so stressed now. Like, I'm, like you just stressed me out just from talking and whatever more you did. Uh, so I hope you all are gonna miss pie some popcorn. <laughs> it's been a good run, um, but we'll find something new to do. I don't know what. Pass some popcorn was stretching a bit. Honestly, I don't know what we're gonna do now. <laughs> so, guys, Aaron. Yes. Uh, reigning loser of the game. Sure, yeah. What What's your bad movie of the week? I was looking at uh, what we were going to be talking about earlier. Mm -hmm. And I realized that, you know, we've kind of set a new standard for terrible superhero films. So I thought now would be a good time to revisit what we previously thought was a good standard. 
And a, by good standard, I mean a good standard for being bad. Right, right, right. right. And that is Green Lantern. This is the <laughs> only film that I've been to a midnight premiere for. Are you they kidding? don't even do midnight premieres anymore. No, they so don't. this will be and the only I'm film mad. I've ever go- I'm ever going to go to a midnight premiere for. Yeah, uh, that's not good. <laughs> that's a bad one. Okay, so and in this midnight premiere, what'd you find? <laughs> Uh, I found that the quiz that they handed out to win a free poster, mm-hmm. where they're like, answer these comic book questions, and then you can get a free poster, I, I learned that I cared more about the comic books than the makers of this film did. Oh, yeah? they obviously didn't care. Okay. Because they're like, yeah, Parallax. He's a cloud. <laughs> Is he? I don't even know. He's something. He's a he's a he's a gaseous form of a thing. He's ugly. He's certainly ugly. <laughs> he makes for a terrible battle. Yeah. At the end. Well, it's hard to fight a cloud, so. Like, but, it's, it's like watching uh, the, the happening. Can't really, can't really fight the wind. <laughs> you would think he would just like make a vacuum or something. Yeah. So you know. But that would be too smart for this movie. Because you'd have to actually like make something cool. Yeah. Instead, let's make a, a Gatling gun and a baseball bat. I think that's one of them. He makes like a catcher's mitt at one point. I don't know. I saw this movie uh, when it came out on Blu-ray. Never watched it again uh, because garbage. <laughs> so I, like I said, watched this in the midnight premiere. Hated it. Mm-hmm. Actually, I was I was like because I was in like this was like freshman year of high school. Yeah, you so didn't have any taste have very back much, then. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no one had taste when they were a freshman in high school. Are you kidding me? <laughs> so I was very much like I did. I, I think. <laughs> I think when someone like asked me how it was, I was like, "Well, the final fight could have been longer." And <laughs> that was like the extent of my uh, critiquing back in the day. Yeah, that's good. Because the final fight could have been longer. How long? Is- I don't even remember. How long is it? It's just like the whole thing where he's like, he's like, "Okay, I gotta draw a parallax away from Earth." And then Parallax is like, oh, you wear the ring of the Green Lantern that I once killed. So uh, I'm going to chase you now and forget about all those other motivations I had. Mm-hmm. And then they just fly off into space and then Parallax gets sucked into the sun, mm-hmm. which no one saw coming because it's not like they did some obvious setup work for that <laughs> 50 minutes earlier in the movie. Yeah, it's also not like that makes any sense. <laughs> He's an entity of pure fear. That's just affected by gravity. Yeah. Giant yeah. space cloud. Defeated by gravity. And fire. Not by a ring. 
Not by Green Lantern doing anything. No, Green Lantern, no. No, no, Green Lantern is the same with Justice League. Um, they don't do anything to win that fight. <laughs> They're just like, oh, by things that are completely uncontrolled by me, you are now dead. <laughs> like, cool. Yeah. That's how you show your character has true power. <laughs> Like, have the elements kill them. Ooh. <laughs> he's so he's so cool and powerful, he doesn't even have to uh, punch. Yep. Pretty much. But yeah, there's like... <laughs> then there's uh, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. He's in it. He's Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, he plays Ryan Reynolds. Blake Lively. He, uh... His first use of his power is to beat up some people that he caused to be fired. Mm-hmm. So that's a real hero move. That's some, yeah, he's a hero. <laughs> then he just quits the Green Lantern Corps, but he keeps the ring because that's a thing. Yeah, because they <gasps> let him Waititi do that. Waititi is in this movie. He is. I didn't remember that until I did. He. Is not no he, as he's, charismatic as he's he should not, be. He's not Taika Waititi in this movie. He's uh, DC's watered down. Here, here's a funny friend. <laughs> I think okay. In the original Green Lantern comics, mm-hmm. Green Lantern had a sidekick who was like an Eskimo, and they called him oh, no. Pie Face. Oh no. And I oh. think that's who they were basing him on. Oh. Oh. I don't know. Oh, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. Uh, 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 um. Real character from the comics. I don't know if they've tried to bring him back ever and, like, I hope reinvent the character. To God, they didn't. <laughs> Let's. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> I didn't know that. That makes me pretty sad inside. Yep. Good that old... was back when he couldn't affect yellow either. So. That would explain why no one liked him. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Lizzie, you're just... I'm not going to be able to get over this now. I, it's like the woods thing again, man. <laughs> Throwback to the Evil Dead episode of Gateway to Cinema. I just... Some things just make you so broken inside <laughs> that it's like, where do we go from here? How about we... Yeah. I mean, we can just... It's There's not much to say about Green Lantern that we haven't already probably said at various points. It's... I feel like the very idea that this movie was almost extremely casually racist is almost the perfect send-off for us talking <laughs> about this movie. I... What more needs to be said? Wait, wait what? Sorry? Well, I, don't, I don't know what more needs to be said. Nothing. All right. <laughs> I'm I'm dead inside. <laughs> We're moving on. We'll leave it there. There, I think we found the uh, pinnacle of its awfulness. I think so. Let's move on to the fault in your stars. 
This is, of course, the segment where we go on to the internet. We find a good review for a bad movie or a bad review for a good movie. We throw it out there. We uh, take out all the spoilery bits, all the things that would give it away as to what the movie is, and then the other two try and guess what it is. This week, David has the review. David, what you got? This is a one-star movie. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Yes. Did I miss something? 98% of a movie, wow. Not what I thought. It was not a good movie. For me, it was too slow of a movie. Not a lot of the action. Well, that's just what I thought. Oh, okay. That's all. Is that it? All right, so next review. Two-star movie. Great beginning for adults. Great ending for children. But they should have sh- chosen one of the other. <laughs> one of the other. An emotive movie like the first half would have been amazing. Animation is great and gags are animation. 101. Very well done. Who wrote this? <laughs> oh no! I'll search for another one for you. No, okay. Uh, does it, uh, while you do that, Aaron, keep, keep thinking and talking. Aaron, what? You got any thoughts <laughs> at all? I guess it's animated. So um, it's also what's animated. A, a that tale, came out recently. A tale of two movies, two. Good, good beginning for adults. Ooh, ooh. Okay. Okay. Half star. I'm really disappointed that I didn't receive the Kool-Aid everyone else got to drink before watching this movie. I had high expectations since it was outstanding reviews, and it seemed like every person I know loves it. But I just really couldn't stand any part of it. I don't think the first ten minutes are a tearjerker. I didn't find their relationship particularly cute, just rather depressing. They didn't actually even get to live. (laughs) And besides that, the characters were pretty obnoxious. The little boy was so incredibly annoying, and it reminded me... Why I have no interest in having kids myself. The only characters I liked were the dumb dog and the bird. Although this movie isn't particularly long, it felt like it lasted three times as long as it actually did. The only reason I made it through the whole thing is that I kept hoping it would get better. It did not. It's up. Yes. <laughs> Jay-Z just reviewed that. That's that's the guy's name. The, the Jay-Z. real Jay-Z? You know what? He didn't post a picture with it. But I think it could be. Let's take it on blind faith. <laughs> Let's do blind it. faith. Uh, guys, this has been episode eighty of Reboot already underway. If you want to find us around the internet, you can find David at dbex with two s's fifteen on Twitter. You can find Aaron at little flame dude on Twitter, and this clever blog name is already taken at tumblr.com. You can read his Justice League review up now. Is good, even though I don't agree with it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you can also go to me. You got Jake Lace, Jake underscore Lace on Twitter, Jake Lace on Tumblr. I also wrote a Justice League review. Take that for what you will. And uh, <laughs> if you want to find the internet, oh my god! If you want to find the, Where's the internet, if you want to find the internet, it's on this little disc. <laughs> the whole internet. Um, if you want to find uh, the podcast around the internet, you can find us at, oh my god, I can't speak. I was about to say Aaron's tags. You can find us at Reboot Already Underway on iTunes, SoundCloud, Twitter, 
Facebook. Those are the ones I couldn't remember. Uh, you can also email us at rebootartyunderway at gmail.com. Guys, that's it, I think. Next week, join us then, where we have a whole new segment. And we're also going to talk about Lady Bird again, because Aaron's going to see it. Mm-hmm. And we're also going to talk about... What if Spider-Man, like, formed a team of, like, other supernatural beings? Shouldn't we? Like, there'd be... Pat, we can get Pennywise in there. Okay. We can get the Baba Duke in there. Okay. Oh, we can boy. get other popular... The demon horror. from The Exorcist. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I'd actually watch that. For Pennywise and Babadook alone, they can oh, have like a scene. He's the leader. Okay. He's, he's, he's the Batman. That's fine. Full scenario. I, I'd still be okay. Guys, see you next time. <laughs> Goodbye. For real. Good night.